3: You know, someone on the chat here said, hey, we're gonna have this show in black and white today in honor of Karrion Cross. I hadn't even thought of it. But I'm in all black and white today. So now I may have to change my shirt because I'm so irritated about that finish on the SmackDown show on on Friday night. But we got a lot to talk about here today. It's Monday, you know what that means? Monday night Raw is coming up tonight. So we've gonna we're gonna give you the lineup for that show. There's a lot a lot happening, including an open challenge for the women's championship. Hmm, interesting. I wonder what they're going to do tonight. We've got the lineup for Raw, the lineup for NXT 2.0 on a Tuesday. Obviously, AEW is Wednesday, and uh, at this point, it's quiet. Still no uh, no news on what's going on with the investigation other than it's ongoing, and a lot of people have have asked about it, and uh, there's there's just no news. I mean, you know, there's uh, a lot of people asking, a lot of questions. Will there be lawsuits? Will this person sue? Will that person sue? Well, you know what uh, Tony Khan doesn't want is uh, is lawsuits, and so that's why, you know, it seems. Well, you know, you interview some people. This thing should be wrapped up in 24 hours. No. Uh, This investigation is going to be very, very, very thorough to try to uh, cut off the possibilities of, of lawsuits and that sort of thing. So, I mean, for all I know, they could announce tomorrow it's wrapped up. But, I mean, if this thing stretches on weeks, months, I mean, it's not out of the question, which I think is why. Uh, they stripped the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega of the six-man titles. CM Punk had to be stripped one way or the other because he was injured and he's going to be out of action, you know, eight, nine months if he ever returns. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, nobody's hurt. So those guys being stripped tells me uh, they feel there's a possibility this thing could drag on here for a while. So back in a moment with more Observer Live.
0: Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know. A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper bundle your home and auto with progressive and get more than a great price get round the clock protection something you know for the things you don't know coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms bundle discount not available in all states or situations how is your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest
3: dancing crew trip for two nailed the final interview
1: game with Doug brand new mug come here kid (laughs) give me a hug the more you want to do the more
3: we want to do boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available if you've had your primary series schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know, at uh, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today, myself and filthy Tom Lawler will be doing our weekly show. Smackdown, New Japan Strong. Tom actually watched the entire Stardom show. It was awesome. So uh, we got a lot to talk about here today. And by the time that show is over at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 Eastern, I will have ranted four times in approximately 48 to 72 hours about how absolutely stupid the last 30 seconds of SmackDown was. And I want to get it out of my system yet again, because I know that as soon as I talk about how stupid the last 30 seconds of SmackDown was... You know, all the people that don't want WWE to improve are going to say, See? I told you so! But the fact of the matter is, I would go as far as to say SmackDown. I'd almost say awesome. I won't quite go that far. But it was pretty, that show was pretty damn great. Until the last 30 seconds of the show. And I hate to, uh, but you know what? At the end, it's all you remember is what you see in the last 30 seconds of the show. When they did that match with Solo Sokoa and Drew McIntyre, and Karrion Cross ran in, and the moment he appeared on the screen, all color disappeared from my television screen. It was all black and white. Smoke billowed from my ears. Billowed. The only reason you don't see it now is I got, if I move these headphones right here, you'd see smoke billowing out of my ears from my head. This is so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so lame. Dude, stop. Don't ever do it again. Don't, okay? If you want to make his entrance black and white, knock yourselves out. If you want to do some crazy, wacky thing when he's walking down the aisle and, you know, she's got her, uh... What's the thing called that you turn over? Hourglass? Yes. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but an hourglass doesn't go tick-tock. A clock does, not an hour class. So he should edit his promos. Instead of saying TikTok, he should edit his promos by going, shh, shh. But anyway, if you want to do that for the wacky entrance, I have no problem with that. Knock yourselves out. But when this, dude, when this dude comes down to the ring, and the moment you see him on screen, all of a sudden there's no more color. This is so stupid, okay? This is Sin Cara. Remember when he had to wrestle with the lights out and there was like a blue light or whatever? That was stupid. Do you remember when The Fiend came out and whenever he was on screen, it had to be a red light? That was stupid. And when I see black and white for Karen Cross, I think, this is stupid. This is the stupid stuff that Vince would do before this guy got uh, axed. It's the stupid stuff that caused people to say, you know what? I'd rather watch another show. I'd rather watch AEW or something, New Japan. I don't want to watch this stupid cartoon stuff for little kids. So turn that stupid black and white off don't do it again this is not a request by the way i am making a command stop it damn dad's pissed i am you know what i've been like i have been liking this show i think more than anybody since they got rid of vince i'm like holding this flag while people are like oh well they still do this and they still do that and hunter's not dead. i have been i have been carrying the flag I've had accusations, and now I'm being paid by Paul. And this is how I'm repaid. You do the same stupid... I almost said a naughty word. The same stupid stuff that you were doing before. Stop it. Do it for his entrance. What? So, we're going to have matches, and like, you know, you're going to have a match. Look, Karrion Cross. let's say he's going to wrestle on Raw. He's going to come out at 10 o'clock to have a match, and, the, and it's going to be like watching uh, Dragnet... Car 54, where are you? Why don't you speed it up and play some ragtime while you're at it? It's 2022. I'm not going to watch a guy wrestle matches in black and white. This is dumb. Yep. What yep. happens... Hey, I had another one, Mike. What happens... What happens if this guy's doing a match, and it's black and white, okay? You know, the three stooges are in the ring. It's black and white. But then... But then... Roman Reigns and the uh, Usos are watching backstage. You telling me it's going to go from black and white, and then when they cut backstage, the other guy's going to be full color HD, and then it's going to go black and white? Stop. Just stop it. You're on a roll here. Don't do this stupid stuff. Nobody likes it. Nobody. Kevin Dunn, you know, he probably likes it because he's got horrible taste and production values, but nobody else likes it. Maybe Paul likes it. No, he doesn't.
1: How do you know
3: that? Well, you he probably does him... because he let it air. But he better... he You know, maybe he didn't know. Maybe he was caught off guard. Maybe well. the guy came out and all of a sudden he was like like hitting his screen. Come on, what's going on with my screen? Why is it black and white? Then he finds out it was Dunn. Dunn had some dumb idea. Well, you know what? Maybe the guy should be fired today. And I'm not much for firing people. But I was so mad at black and white, I advocate for firing in this in this situation. If it continues... People got to be fired. Maybe they
4: got some cool film noir thing. It's not film noir
3: that they're going to do. It's Bad.
4: What, do you, what did you think about the Jericho Appreciation Society Sports Entertainer of the uh, of the week during the Darby Allen Sammy Guevara match? Obviously, not the same, but same sort of vibe. Who was it, where was it's it like, me? Well, just no. It was not you. Actually, it was Darby Allen. Oh, well, believe I'm upset it or not, then. but. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, it just kind of got, like, it was juxtaposed, much like that ending, although that one was much, it was very theatrical and very WWE, and I know everybody wants changes from Triple H, and he's made some subtle ones, but this is still WWE- (laughs) So I don't think that these types of things are going to go away. Now you heard him talk about during the interview with Ariel Helwani. Did he not talk about Bray Wyatt and say that his mind was the thing that he's got such a creative mind, but he can't really harness it? Sometimes it goes out of control. Mm, how about so that? Ma- hmm. So maybe it yeah, is out something of control, that you say. So maybe it is something that actually Hunter likes and is a part of Karen Cross's character that he actually likes. This is the presentation they had in NXT. It was very dramatic. You had the the over-the-top ring entrance. I mean, maybe this is something he's actually into. Maybe it's not him. Maybe you're saying, fire Kevin Dunn. Maybe Paul, maybe your friend Paul is actually at at fault here. Well, whoever's
3: at fault, stop it. Because you know what? You know what? Somebody asked me the question the other day. They go, has there been one negative to Vince being gone? One. And I thought about it and I thought, well, let's see. Shows are better. Yeah. Raw ratings are up. Yeah. SmackDown ratings are up. Yeah. They're selling out everywhere. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying, what like, what else is there? I mean, the talent is way happier. Uh, they smell good. The writing crew is way happier. Yeah. Morale is up. Uh... Like, I haven't heard one thing where people are like, it was better with Vince. But you know what? Now. Uh-oh. Karrion Cross in his s outfit losing to Jeff Hardy better than Karrion Cross doing run-ins and the screen goes Stop black Stop it! No. Nope, it no. is. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it
4: is. No, it's not. Apologize for that. Are nope. you
3: out of your mind? I'm not out of my mind. The guy who got crushed, what, was it by Keith Lee?
4: Didn't he come just immediately? Didn't he get crushed by him? Or maybe I'm thinking about somebody else who probably had their life ruined. Maybe it was T-Bar or something like that. But yeah, you're telling me without the entrance, without Scarlet. Just coming out there like with Farouk's weird helmet on, coming out there with that wacky ass. Look at everybody thing, here. That was better. Look Are at you everybody out of here. Mind?
3: I can tell by looking at the chat who didn't watch SmackDown. Because everybody's saying that I'm wrong. You're nuts. Didn't watch SmackDown. It was, Brian. To see how absolutely you're a preposterously moron. stupid that was you're when nuts. they turned the screen black you're and white for that? Absolutely nuts. Nope. You're nuts.
4: Nope. You're insane. You know why you're insane? Because he had a gimmick that nobody thought he could come back from, and he took time away, he controlled his narrative for a little while, came back, people are actually going to give him a chance. This was like a production thing that I don't think people are going to put on him, even though that was a Vince idea. I'm not putting to it on send him out there
3: like that. I'm not putting that it absolutely
4: on him. would kill him. I'm this not putting is it is Not him.
3: anywhere near the same thing. Okay, fine. Listen, I'll make everybody a deal. I'll make everybody a deal. Because no one's going to listen to me about getting rid of this black and white BS, okay? Brian, no. Nope. Hold on. In one month, in one month, after you've seen this guy, and every time he's on screen, it's black and white, get back to me, and if I was wrong, I'll admit I was wrong. But we in one month, o- you're all going to be so sick of it that you're going to go, you're right. We can agree with you and without having to think that
4: whatever you're thinking, you're nuts. Nope, not wrong. So. Back in a moment Observer Live.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: I'm going to have to sit here and see nerds on... Jared! God! (laughs) I'm sick of it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Now go back to Mike. What He's in color now? Look at how stupid this is. Oh, look at how dumb that is. Live. Oh, every time Brian has to right say here, something, baby. he's in black and white, and they go back to Mike, he's in color. You I, don't you I, don't see how dumb this is?
4: Well, Brian, your problem is you see a lot of things in black and white with no room for actual like, you know, real thought or, or, or any comprehension there, so it's a damn shame. You know they may not do this forever, but just out of spite to you, they may continue to Put it back,
3: Jared! What black- there we go! Oh, let's just play this music while he wrestles from now on. <laughs> That's not the ragtime I'm looking for. Where's the <laughs> piano?
4: Why don't you just like look up Looney Tunes music?
3: I don't want Looney Tunes, I want
4: ragtime. Eh, yeah, we might get sued, you're right. Come on. This is
3: over a phone. Wall Street rag. <laughs> you're out. Okay, here we go. Put that music up. Let's do the SmackDown review in black and white. We'll play this in the background. That'll be cool. Oh, that's that's contemporary. Hey, there was a great match on SmackDown, everybody. It started out with Imperium against the brawling brutes. Oh man, what it, oh what a what a match that was. They beat the heck out of each other, pounded on each other. Crowd was going crazy, ten thousand plus. Oh, you like this? Yeah, do it. No, you don't. Of like course, you city. don't like this. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, Jared should be cutting the camera 60 times while we're at it. Cut it back and forth, Jared, while I do the SmackDown report. Just go back and forth from me and Mike as fast as you can. So anyway, SmackDown show opened up with uh, the Brawling Brutes. That's not fast enough, Jared. Faster. There we go. There we go. Brawling Brutes faced Imperium. And man, what a match. They kept... Uh... Yeah, I have lost it. God. I quit, Mike. Take over. Did you watch SmackDown?
4: No. I'm just going to go ahead and say no. No, I didn't, so I don't actually have to go through this and, and deal with this. We can talk about Rampage, everybody, if you'd like to talk about Do that. it. Do Cla- Rampage. i got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, yeah, Claudio Castagnoli and, and Dax Harwood were the main event of that, uh, of that show. As Brian has now disappeared. Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and close the video here as I have a little bit of a lag. Uh, poor boss man. But yeah, you know what? If you wanted to, you could have actually thrown Dax and Claudio into a television that was black and white because this was out of the 70s. You said, go do Jack Briscoe and Dory Funk Jr. These two men could do it, and it was a very good match. What a surprise. Claudio gets the victory, holds on to his title. Samoa Joe was challenged by... Josh Woods and by Smart Mark Sterling. This is Smart Mark Sterling's reward for Josh Woods saving his life, in his words, on uh, last Wednesday's Dynamite. And the show opened with the World Championship uh, semi final, I guess it was, or quarterfinal first round match between Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. As I mentioned, Chris Jericho was on commentary and gave Darby Allen during the match the Chris Jericho sports entertainer of the week i assume if you're of a certain age this would remind you of the old a&w cream soda slam of the week contest that they would have uh, i believe rick flair and the midnight express were the wrestler of the year and the tag team of the year that won those awards so that was everything that pretty much took place oh yeah there was also a, a serena d match uh that she ended up winning so there was that Brian is still somewhere, so I will I could probably move on to stardom. But, I mean, really? Should I? Probably not. That should be something that Filthy Tom should talk about with Brian coming up here soon. should probably talk about Brian's attitude and him freaking out over this. You know what he didn't mention at all? Was the fact that Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton also had the light go out and he didn't respond in this fashion now i know he didn't like it but that was also something i don't think i didn't hear that part mike that under the new regime happened and he you did not lose your mind over that yeah because it's
3: different dude because it was a lights out match and so they turned out the lights i don't want to see it regularly that's something different i don't want to see it regularly but a sin cara
4: match they wanted to do something different they wanted to make something stand out so they tried that with him isn't that kind of the same thing
3: This would be like if you had a guy, you watch the NFL. Let's say you had one player, and like, you know, he's like Bret Hart, and so he always wants to wear pink off the field. And so they decide, you know what? Every time this dude gets the ball, we're going to make the screen pink. That would be stupid, would it not?
4: Well, they, you know, HBO actually did this. HBO did this for Arturo Gotti and uh, Mickey Ward. Uh, and I can't remember, I believe it may have been, it was either their second or their third fight because they fought in such a throwback style, they actually broadcast the fight in black and white. They actually did a whole throwback deal around it where they did that. So it has happened before. Now, I'm not saying that I endorse it. I'm not saying
3: I endorse this with Cross but well you'd have a you'd have a point if all of smackdown was black and white but it doesn't it was in color <laughs> well, until a guy showed up and then the pre- magically all the color was sucked out of the screen but on
4: that boxing show they did the same thing it was time to flip the switch and now it was 30 style over it's let's fight underhand put up your duke style look you're right about this i think it's corny i think it's stupid and unless this week, when Karrion Gross does it, it's going to end in a bloodbath, which would be a reason to actually have the I honestly thought he white. hit the
3: ring and was, like, bleeding. Like, he jumped the rail and sliced himself open I or something like that. I thought I was that's looking the for blood. they were going.
4: I thought they were going to do that, too. And you can no. fake it that way. You could have done a cut where it's like, okay, now it looks like there's blood there. And with the black and white, it could just be a capsule or whatever. I mean... There's ways you could do this, but if that's the direction they want to go, which it doesn't seem like they do, they don't really want to be TV-14, they don't necessarily want to push those buttons right now, but, uh, again, I I don't know why they've decided to go and
3: do this, but this
4: is certainly not worse than him debuting in that ridiculous character and that that ridiculous outfit.
3: Hey, you know, we got some shows coming up. Why don't we move on to some other news? Please. I'm not even going to talk about SmackDown on this show. I'll wait for Filthy. (laughs) Luckily, I got it out of my system, so I can be a professional on that show. Mm. Raw tonight has Bianca issuing an open challenge for the Raw women's title. Hmm, who could accept? I don't know. Who's going to accept? Now I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Who's going to accept the open challenge? Will it just be some random bloquette, Dana Brooke? Mm. Will they bring somebody back? Will they call up someone from NXT? Hmm. Katana chance, perhaps? Oh, come on. No. Will she get her chance? No way. We also have Raquel and Aaliyah. <laughs> versus busy shooting the whiskey. Io and Dakota for the women's tag team titles. Edge versus Dominic. And Johnny Gargano's in-ring return. So, I, I, listen, I'm not reporting this or anything because I have no idea. But I can't help but notice that uh, Triple H's big gimmick the last few weeks has been bringing blokes and folks back. And uh, what I thought was going to happen and I think we all did, was that EO and Dakota were going to win the tournament for the vacant titles, and then immediately we would have the return of Sasha and Naomi. Well, that didn't happen. They put the belts on Raquel and Aaliyah. Well, now we're having Raquel and Aaliyah versus EO and Dakota. So I would not be the least bit surprised if EO and Dakota defeated them, won the titles, and then tonight we had the return of Sasha and Naomi. I don't have any idea what's going to happen. And if they do, it'll be like, that. that's that's another Vince thing. So you put the titles on Raquel and Aaliyah just for a surprise, and it was only going to be for like two weeks. And we'll see what happens tonight.
4: I know I probably ask this every couple
3: of weeks, but where is Charlotte and how long is she out for? She was scheduled to be out all summer. Okay. And technically it's still summer. It is still But summer, she could be so. back tonight. I mean, I don't know why she. I mean, she she was gone for her wedding and honeymoon, but I mean, Andrade's been back forever, so uh, could I'd be. Like to see, I'd
4: like to see somebody come up from the from NXT, and I don't, you know, I don't know who that person would be. You could kind of take your choice there. I mean, look, Mako Satomura is is she's probably better off in NXT to be a coach, so I guess she's probably better off down there. Although I would love to see her do something on the main roster. I'd love to see some interaction with her. And Asuka and EO, I think that all of that somehow would be pretty damn awesome. But I, I don't know. I don't know. At some point, I guess, with Naomi and Sasha, and there were lots of pictures of them, I guess, stretching that made its way to social media, maybe they were getting in shape for a return
3: tonight. Then tomorrow we've got NXT 2.0 with uh, six matches. We've got Carmelo Hayes against either Von Wagner, Wesley, or Joe Gacy. A fan vote. Oh my! It's a uh, cyber Cyber Sunday, which I think actually for a while was Cyber Tuesday, wasn't? It? It didn't start as Cyber Tuesday and then yeah, became then, well, Cyber no. Sunday. Well, yeah, it was Taboo Tuesday, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, what, Taboo Tuesday? Tuesday."
4: And I think it was not only was it was a pay per view on a Tuesday. Was that when they were also doing Raw and SmackDown only pay per views to make it even worse?
3: I don't remember, but I do know yeah. Cyber that, Sunday. Uh, the the way that they, they did it back in the day, it had to be legally a legitimate vote. And so there would be guys that would, would they be going through the curtain and not know, like, you know, am I winning this match? Am I winning this title? I think I think, if I recall correctly, Jericho won the Intercontinental title and didn't know what they were doing until they went through the curtain. So I can only imagine in developmental. Carmelo Hayes and Von yeah. Wagner with no warning whatsoever <laughs> To call well, it in the ring,
4: at least Carmelo's in there. You had enough time be- between announcing this and letting these guys, no matter who it is, plan some stuff out for a six to ten minute match, whatever, whatever time they're going to give them. And a lot of that can just be Carmelo being Carmelo. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. But it's also why we have, uh, you know, some of these stipulations where it's like no DQ, you know, brawl anywhere or whatever, where it's just basically the same thing for all three. We'll do more of the lineup after the break,
3: Observer Live.
1: Pricing information, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654.
3: Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet
1: shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 709 4409 That's 800-709-4409.
0: Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family?
1: You are listening
2: to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez
3: here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also WrestlingObserver.com. Also on NXT 2.0. Which by the way, after the end of SmackDown, I'm never gonna be so happy to see so many colors tomorrow. We got pretty deadly against the Creeds. A fan vote will determine whether it is a Tornado Tag match, a No DQ match, or a Steel Cage match. So those hmm. are all basically the uh, kind of the same stip. so, you know. Are they? Actually, no. Tornado Tag would be all of them in the yeah. ring at the same time. Yeah. But I guess if those are No DQ, you don't have to tag. You sure you don't want yeah, that cage. filter back on? You look a lot younger.
4: With that filter back
3: on. No, I don't. I look like I'm I'm 300 because it's black and white, like we're in the, the 20s. Tony D'Angelo and old Stacks will be facing Cameron Grimes and a partner to be determined. Hmm, who could that be? Well, who could that be? I hope it's Dexter Loomis, but it won't be. Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark versus Keanu James and Ariana Grace.
4: Sure,
3: Hank Walker against Javier Javier Bernal. That little prick, Javier Javier Bernal. I think maybe the only guy in all of NXT that has like an actual name. But you might know someone named Javier Bernal. I guess maybe yeah. Tony D'Angelo, but I don't know anybody named uh, Pretty Stacks. Deadly.
4: <laughs> it's not. That I don't know actual, anyone like... named
3: Stax. What, what are Pretty Deadly's actual names? I don't know anyone named... Actually, I do know a Wesley, but that's just his first name. I never knew anybody whose full name was his first name cut in half. It's like if I like we went to NXT it's and I said... That's how you spell what do you, Wesley. What do you want to be for your... What do you want your name to be? Bry-N. It's going to be my name. First name Bry, last name N. Bry-N. It's going to be my name. Hank Walker. That is an NXT name, bro. Hank Walker. He's a security guy who now is a wrestler. He's going to be facing old Javier. And then Fallon Henley and Lash Legend. Don't know anybody, anybody with a name similar to Lash Legend. I guess I have old Ear McCoy who lives next door. Ear? That's his name. His first name is Ear. Ear. Ear McCoy. It's really That's weird. That's his, like, it's unusual. government name. Yeah.
4: His he's... mother named him Ear. Yeah. Do you have a brother nose or chin? He might. Or... I, I nose his brother. <laughs> he's a... WWE is touting the he's, success. He's got a brother named Peter Innes, and they, they call
3: him something for short. I, I can't figure out what it was, though. We've got... Uh... Uh, Triple H tweeting all of these great things about Clash of the Castle. The most watched international P.L.E. They actually have to spell out premium live event because no one knows what a P.L.E. is in WWE history. The highest grossing European gate ever for WWE. WWE's best-selling non-WrestleMania event in terms of merchandise. Highest rated international P.L.E. in WWE in terms of fan reaction. But we, what don't know mean? What, we don't know what that means or what their source is, but they, it was a bunch of cool <laughs> words. Uh, hashtag WWE Castle trended number one on Twitter. Well, that's unusual. Clash of the Castle post-show press conference had the highest concurrent views on WWE's YouTube channel. Was so press like,
4: conference I, in quotes? There was a
3: lot of numbers that meant nothing, but it was successful amongst those numbers that meant nothing. Press conference, my ass. They don't mention, like, how many people were there or how many tickets were sold, or a gate, or actually the actual important things. But there's a lot of unimportant stuff that it was number one.
4: Yeah, but all that mumbo-jumbo looks good when you put it in a press release and you send it out and you try to get people to buy your stock or get these places to bring it in as part of their funds. So, I mean, that's what all that's about, right?
3: Also, uh, down here, the most years between a hometown hero winning internationally in his alleged hometown. It's been since 92. Whose hometown? Well, I said his his alleged hometown. Because they were pretending that Drew was from Wales. Were they? Kind of, yeah. I just thought he was more of a regional hero there. Well, he was definitely a regional hero. But he's not from Wales. Scottish. New Japan has added a stipulation to its never open weight 6-man tag team championship match coming up here in Beppu on September 18th, which will be live on New Japan World. You remember, I don't know. New Japan described the stipulation for the match. It is a tornado dog cage survival match. Christ. With Goto, Yoshihashi and Yo Against Evil, Yujiro, and Show, House of Torture just living up to its name. For the first time ever, New Japan describes, this unique bout will see tornado rules apply. There will be no tags. Submissions and pinfalls can count by anyone on anyone. So you can, you can submit your own partner? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess so. That seems stupid. Additionally, in each of the four sides of the ring, I'm in a mood today, at ringside will be a dog cage. Mm. Teams can opt to lock an opponent inside one of the four cages to eliminate them from the match. Should all three members of a team be shut in a cage, the match will end. Well, you'd think so. There's no more members on one team. So... uh
4: Do you remember when they used to kill Hustle for being too wacky? Dude, some of these <laughs> no. New
3: Japan stips have been very wacky. Oh, they're awful. These are t- tend
4: to be awful. Just have a Texas Tornado. Look, they added a six-man tag team championship match anyway, I think. I can't remember if this was originally on the show or not. Regardless, they've tried to add some spice to it. Just have it be a Texas Tornado no DQ match. Bunkhouse style or something like that. Why do you have to go with so many dog cages and restraints and handcuffs? and whips, and chains, and my God, where are we going with all this, Brian?
3: I don't know, but you know what? This can be better than that black and white thing at the end of, um... Samuel here says, Maybe Cross has chromophobia, a fear of colors. Well, clearly not. He was in NXT. So he's he's fine with colors. Chromophobia? Yeah. There's a phobia for everything. I guess so. This person here says... The reaction Sheamus received on SmackDown was yet more evidence the DQ finishes is a 20th century relic and should only be reserved for special occasions. Spirited, clean, hard-fought defeats are a significantly more effective booking device. Well, it sure does seem that way now, doesn't it? Hmm. Fascinating how the, quote, We Tell Stories promotion spends so much time coming up with stupid story premises and dumb gimmicks for Sheamus and numerous other wrestlers and simply having an incredible match and losing clean ended up being what got him more over than he's ever been. Yes. Weren't you going to run that guy out the business? Yes, that's what happened. Pumping
4: too hard? He didn't like all that? Hurting people?
3: Well, listen, Noah. Hold on a second. I don't like people hurting people. And there was a period where Sheamus was, in fact, hurting people. Now he's not hurting people. So that's, that's fine. Honestly, in hindsight...
4: It, didn't he not take a lot of time off after that point and try to like rework his body and that I'm not saying that injuries but like when you're doing anything physical you make mistakes when you're not a hundred percent and I'm not saying that that had anything to do with it or not but the time whatever time he had away you know really was the best thing for this guy.
3: Walter versus Sheamus may very well be the hottest promotion in all of WWE right now. All their matches hit, and fans go absolutely nuts live in the arena. You know, one thing I thought was funny about SmackDown, I love that Imperium match, I don't know if I've mentioned this, with the brawling brutes, but... And I, and, and I got mad, but essentially what happened was they, they go for about five minutes, and they're teasing that, uh, that Gunther and Sheamus are going to get in the ring together. And finally, they do that big tag about five minutes in, and these two dudes get in the ring, and they get right in each other's faces, and the crowd's going absolutely nuts, and Michael Kogos will be right back. I hate that. Ugh. Now, to be fair, I believe that as soon as they went to commercial, they were broken up, and, uh, and they actually didn't brawl together. But, I mean, regardless, it makes the company look absolutely incompetent. That you build up to that big spot, and right when they're about to go at it, that's when you choose to go to commercial. Like, in storyline, these people are idiots, okay? In real life, it was designed to build up that big moment for later in the match. But I did laugh when all that work, and then, oh, we'll be right back. Not even picture-in-picture. Just, I saw, like, a pizza commercial. And I'm just wanting to see violence. But yes, they're, uh...
4: As a fan, I hate that, but they continue to do it. Is there a chance that it is something that actually has been proven to work that they are now okay with? Or do you think that's just something that that was something that Vince tried and, unlike a lot of things, never pulled back from it? Because it seems like it's something that's institutionalized in there, the network and all that stuff, and I hate it. But if it works for the TV, if it works for, like, that side of things, even though as
3: a viewer it sucks, if it works, it works. Well, the answer is they have minute by minute, and I'm sure they've studied I know they've studied in AEW. Like, whatever they do that irritates you, it is being done for a reason. Uh, The commercials, where they put the commercials, the commercials, this and that, I mean, they're there for a reason. Now, granted, you know, WWE has done the same thing for so long, that at this point, you probably should experiment again. How would it do if you didn't air a commercial during the matches? How would it do if you did the commercial in between matches? Right now, we don't know, because they've done it one way for so long that they don't even try any other way. So I think that there should be experiments done to find out, because I know as a viewer, like uh, I'd like to just watch my match. Yeah, it breaks up the flow too much. No other sport does this. Nobody else does this. Well, you know, Vince did, did, did do that thing for a while where he did do the commercials, but he wouldn't let him wrestle during the break. That was even more bizarre, religious. really, for the people that were in-house. You know how much people hated that, by the way, that worked there? I mean, they hated that because they had to come up with a stupid thing in every single solitary match to explain why they weren't going to wrestle for four minutes. And the fans in the building, it was that was a bad period.
4: This way you just dive out either dive out or face off whatever
3: the tension is this person here says i'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news but triple h loves the black and white theme with cross and scarlet he's done it since day one with them which goes yes for their entrance i'm fine with it being for their entrance not once in nxt did karrion cross do a run-in and the screen went black and white not one time ever so you don't need to do it here do whatever you want for their entrance i don't care about the entrance
4: you ever been hit so hard or nearly choked out where you start, like, seeing things in black and white, Brian? Maybe that's what happens.
3: Maybe carrying crosses is lot just of such red. a presence, you know. Shelton won the title from Jericho at Taboo Tuesday. That's what it was. Jericho found out going through the curtain he was losing the title, and they had to do a match, and he had to put the guy over and figure out how to do it on the fly. And they did! I'm not sure that's going to be a great idea for developmental. Well. Let's see. Hey, they got to learn, right? Brian, can you settle a quick argument with me and my brother? Is Rhonda a heel or a face? She's a face, for sure, hundred percent babyface.
4: I guess so. Yeah, hundred percent. What about Adam, Adam Pierce? Which, by the way, as some Adam Pierce is great. I don't think that gets said enough. And he's somebody that actually navigated and lived through the Vince era. Who, as a long-term presence on that program, you need somebody. You need one person to be a little bit out of the fray. And I know he gets his arm broken by Ronda Rousey, and I know he gets thrown around every once in a while. But he, as a regular authority character, I
3: think is great. Hey, you know another thing that's a lot better with Vince gone? What's that? We don't have this every day. Is so-and-so a babyface or a heel? It's pretty much clear what everybody is right now for the most part. Back in a moment of Live.
1: You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining meantime of the river you're stopping your
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. At a fella
3: on Twitter asking if I'm still doing cameos. Of course I am. Go to my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. It's sticky right up there at the top. Although it's uh, it's an old one. Ironically, I'm, po- I'm pointing out it was National Lazy Day. I've been so lazy I haven't updated it. But anyway, 35 bucks for a cameo. How much in black and white? ain't happening. You can't pay me enough to do it in black and white. 100 bucks. $35 for a cameo, and uh, I'll wish happy birthdays. I'll bury your friends. I'll rant about whatever. Whatever stupid stuff you want me to say. Pull the string, you know? Do you anyway. Like
4: the Michael Jackson song, black or, black or White.
3: So you can check it out at Brian Alvarez on Cameo. I never had a shot today. Shouldn't have even
4: shown up for this. You had a shot. I walked off. No, no. Yeah. No, that, that was really more about you than it was me. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was about carrying cross is what it was about. Smoke out of your ears. Did you get it all out of your ears now, or are you saving this up for you and Filthy Tom Lott? I, I wouldn't have the energy for, for Tom.
3: I wouldn't have the energy for Tom. I'll you just you think he's direct... that pissed? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea if he liked it or not. I guess mm. not. I guess well, not, but you never know. Never I know. bet you'll be
4: all about that dog cage, though. In the uh,
3: but in hey, the I got a lot there. of I got a lot of positive to say about this SmackDown show when we review it with Tom yeah. and New Japan Strong. You want to talk about a good wrestling show? New mm-hmm. Japan Strong this week was awesome. Damn right. So you should check that one out. SmackDown, New Japan Strong. There were two really good matches on Rampage. Tom watched all of Stardom. Yes, we will review it live for video subscribers. Video.f4wonline.com. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, so about an hour. And, of course, uh, you can listen to the audio, wrestlingobserver.com. Sign up today. We are now over 14,000 archived shows at wrestlingobserver.com. So if you sign up today for $12.99, you can walk into the archives and hear, what they I say, 14,000 archived shows, all in full color MP3. We'll talk to you again next time. Jared! Wrestling Observer Live!